I'm Chelsea. And I'm Deidre. And we're giving you a million murders. So I'm going to do some more Reddits. Okay. So the first one is titled, My Grandma's House. Oh. My story isn't as impressive as other people's experiences on here, but I thought I'd share it all the same. My grandparents have been world travelers since they were young. Once their kids, my dad and my uncle, left the nest, they were off and explored everywhere they could possibly go. They ended up in Africa a multitude of times and brought back tons of souvenirs over the course of a couple of decades. Hmm. To preface, they live in a huge house in the middle of what feels like nowhere. Hmm. Really, it's in the middle of the woods and there's not a whole lot of neighbors beside them. I've been visiting them since I was a little kid and their house hasn't changed a whole lot, even after 10 or so years of heading there nearly every summer. The whole place is basically filled to the brim with long hallways, small rooms, with tons of antique furniture and creepy pictures of kids from families I don't even think we know. It's like a bunch of stock photos or small family portraits. Hmm. Anyways, there was this one room on the downstairs floor that we called the Angel Room. Because the walls were brimming with pictures of Cupid-like angels in a light pink bedroom frame dresser, I was forced to sleep in that particular room every single time we stayed there. Let me just say it was creepy as crap. Uh Uh-oh. I felt so uncomfortable in there because there were no lights at all besides the few nightlights strung around the hallways. It was hell for a little kid because even prior to this, in my own home, I felt watched. Now, it was amplified tenfold and whatever was in there had eyes on the back of my head no matter where I moved eventually I forced my mom to sleep in there with me and she felt the exact same way the shadows in that place were more horrifying than the forest outside sometimes that sucks because you know you'd be going inside to get away to get away from that feeling and you can't Eventually, after a ton of my family members complained about feeling the same way, my grandma sewed the bed frame and most of the stuff in the room to one of my other relatives on my mom's side. When she did, she literally told me she picked it up at a storage sale nearly two decades ago, so who knows what attached itself to that thing. Oh, Lord. Uh Uh-uh. While she was in the process of selling it, we stayed upstairs instead. However... This was where all of the antiques were. Oh, Lord. Like every little souvenir from Africa they had was in their office upstairs alongside a ton of the other antiques they had in storage. I slept in their office on a pullout couch and guess what? I did not sleep because I felt a ton of eyes on me again. Oh, my God. I stayed in there still, of course. Because I'm a good granddaughter, but oh my gods, that sucked. Mm. As I'm typing this, we're actually headed back home after visiting them again this summer, and I had to sleep downstairs again. They moved the office I slept in before back downstairs and into the angel room, which I feel 
like amplify the energy of that crap tenfold. Mm-hmm. I slept in the room next door and I heard knocking on my window a few nights ago. Oh, no, no. It wasn't just me either. It was consistent knocking and it was just loud enough for my parents to hear it in the room across from me. However, for me, I'm pretty sure it was coming directly from my window. The whole time I slept in that room, too, I felt like four people were watching me. So I did what I usually do and just ignore it or make a ruckus and hopefully scare them away (laughs) with how annoyed I was by the pillows I had to sleep on. Overall, that house is either haunted as crap or my entire family is going insane. Maybe don't answer that question. (laughs) That was a cute one. Yeah. Ooh. Feeling like the eyes are on her. Yeah. You can't just be collecting all these antiques from different places. You don't know what juju was in that house. Mm -hmm. So this next one is kind of crazy. So they have it titled the little girl that took my hand and led me into the woods to show me where she laid down and died. What? Yep. Oh, Lord. Okay, here we go. So this is a story about my mom's house. Her and my stepfather, we will call him P, have been married for almost 15 years. P is the fifth generation in his family to live on his inherited 150-acre property in a small rural town. Hmm. He inherited a farmhouse that was so old it was deemed unavailable, so they tore it down. Buried most of it and put a modular home on the property. Okay. Before P married my mom, he lived in the old farmhouse with ex-wife, we will call her B. I wonder if they did. B thought the property and the house was extremely haunted, and P didn't disagree. They decided to bring a psychic in to do an investigation, and she said that there were very many spirits, but that they were all good. Hmm. Shortly after, at around 3 a.m., P's awakened by a light turning on outside his bedroom window. Living in the middle of nowhere, there was no reason for a light to turn on like that. He looked out the window and saw a little girl standing there. Mm-mm. Nope. B woke up and looked out the window and saw her too. But then they smelled smoke. They went downstairs to see that their kitchen had caught on fire. Every- mm Mm-hmm. Everything in that kitchen burned except for these Christmas, fi- Christmas wax figures of Mary, Jesus, and Joseph. Ooh. Notice she said wax figures. Yeah, wax figures, yeah. P still has them in a shadow box placed in the kitchen he has now. They are lucky they didn't lose the house. Fast forward to a long time later, my mom and P get married and we're living happily ever after. And I'm living under the same roof in my early teen years. I loved living there. There was so much property to explore, but I remember this one part in the woods gave me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> and made me feel so overwhelming. Made me feel so overwhelmingly uncomfortable with so many bad vibes. One night, I fall asleep and remember having a really weird dream. In my dream, it was very early in the morning, the crack of dawn. I get up and go out my back door and remember the sky being a dark bluish gray and the air felt refreshingly cool on my skin. Mm. A little girl who couldn't be any older than seven walks all the way from the woods up to the yard and onto the back deck. 
Uh -uh. She had very pale skin, light blonde hair, and light colored clothing. She looks at me and smiles. Uh -uh. I I think to myself about how sweet, warm, and friendly she was. She doesn't say anything, but she holds her hand out and gestures me to come with her. So I take her hand. Oh, Lord. We walk and walk for what feels like eternity. Along the way, we pass many ghosts, but they aren't bothering anybody. They're just there observing. What? The little girl led me to the spot in the woods that had always made me uncomfortable. Suddenly, the weather turns from summer to winter from morning to evening. Oh, no. Mm-mm. It was freezing. I'm amazed by how beautiful the scenery is, but I then but then I realized the little girl wasn't holding my hand anymore. I look around and I see her body lying dull, limp, and lifeless in the shallow creek. Her skin had turned blue and she was curled up like a ball. What? I had screamed and cried for help at the top of my lungs, but nobody heard me and nobody came. I then woke up. The dream really bothered me and it freaked my parents out very bad. I decided that I needed to do research and found that about 50 years prior, a young girl a mile and a half down the road disappeared, but nobody knew where she went. I asked P since he's lived on this road his entire life and he confirmed it. What? Oh, no. So they never found her body? I guess. I hope she told somebody so they can lay her to rest. Bless her heart. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, whoo, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the next one. Many years ago, back when I was 15, we were living in a house with extreme paranormal activity. Uh -uh. I used to have issues with insomnia, I think due to being scared at night. One night, I had managed to drift off around 2 a.m. and couldn't have been asleep long when my eyelids were abruptly forced open by some external force. Oh, no. Could you imagine? (sighs) Could you imagine? I would flip. I couldn't shut them and my eyes stung and burned. This was how I quickly realized I was not dreaming. Oh, no. Something was standing next to my bed, its head slightly cocked looking down at me. Its body was extremely thin and in the dark, it looked like it was wearing something skin tight and black. The head was very white in color and it stood out in the dark with a slight oval shape to it. Mm Mm-mm. The eyes were large and black, but I don't remember seeing a nose or a mouth, I assume because of the darkness. Oh, gosh. What is happening? It stared at me for around 10 seconds and slowly dissipated into the darkness, and I could finally move my eyes again. I rubbed them because they felt dry and were still singing and bundled up under my quilt. I rubbed them because they felt dry and were still singing, and I bundled up under my quilt. I just assumed with the activity in the house, it was a very strange looking spirit and chalked it up to that. Although the fact that I hadn't felt scared was something which was different. Mm-hmm. Whenever the paranormal stuff happened in that house, me and my sister were terrified. Cut to a few weeks later and I'm at a friend's house and I had previously told her about the experience when I clocked her Jack skeleton ornament and told her that was the closest thing I could 
liken the entity to. Hmm. To be honest, that was that. I pushed it to the back of my mind as I as a freaky ghost experience, and that was it for years. Roughly 2014, when me and my sister together experienced a bizarre glitch in the Matrix type of episode, which left us dumbfounded. Within 10 minutes of this glitch experience, as we sat there in state of shock that my brain inexplicably flashed back to this odd encounter when I was 15. I could not understand why, but my brain was making connections, and for the first time ever, I thought to myself, what if it wasn't a ghost? I sat down to draw it within the next couple of days, and looking at it, it looks extremely obvious, and I can't understand how it never occurred to me this could be something extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. So one question I have, why is there often a link between houses with paranormal activity and extra extraterrestrial experiences? As I have often read about, and what do you guys think? Hmm. I don't know. I don't either. When she said there wasn't a nose or a face, I mean, or a mouth, I was like, is this an alien? I know. I was like, ooh. And like, they had a drawing and it kind of did look like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, did they? Oh, uh-uh. Not Jack Skeleton. Jack Skeleton. I was looking for help with a true experience, and I found out I wasn't alone. To those who wanted the stories. This was posted three days ago. To those who what? Wanted wanted the stories. So they have a story they're going to tell. I lived around a small town in Kentucky. Out in the boonies. Behind me is a thousand plus acres of like pure woods. Mm. Hardly any clear patches. There is an old house and barn similar to the attached picture. It's about a 20-minute hike from my house. Well, I got bored, grabbed my gun, and started and started towards the house. I finally found the house as I take a quick break. The house is probably 75 meters from me. I'm pretty hidden if you were to look out from the house and look in my general direction. I'm smoking a quick cigarette, and I hear my name in a beautiful female voice, like, singing almost. Like, oh. Instantly get up, gun in the ready position. I'm ready for business. (laughs) I'm here just listening and looking. Birds are still chirping, bugs still buzzing. So I'm like, okay, I just imagined it, whatever. started walking to the house i'm on the front porch but before i head in i leave a cigarette on the porch was taught going in an abandoned house in the woods to always leave a gift Hmm. also this is my very first time finding the house and being inside walk in and instantly for a house built in the early 1910 to 1920s it was in decent shape Hmm. spend maybe 20 minutes in the downstairs and I start going upstairs. My body froze and I heard my name again, but it sounded like it was on the porch. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So that's behind them. Yeah. At this point, I'm getting an odd vibe. I'm already halfway up the stairs. I say, I say, forget it. Keep, just keep going. <laughs> I walked around upstairs, found a window with a really good view, spent a few minutes enjoying it. Then I felt this cold, cold as crap breath on the back of my neck as well with a hand on my shoulder. 
I instantly turn around, and as usual, nothing behind me, but I heard small running footsteps that went down the hall and sounded like out the door, followed by a little girl's laughter. Mm-mm. These little girls are too much for me. When I say I ran like a bat out of hell, <laughs> was an understatement. <laughs> it's so funny hearing like somebody else from Kentucky mm-hmm. talk like we do. Full blown running, gun in my hands. I'm <laughs> hauling butt through the woods. I get a good hundred meter away, and I'm out of breath. It's about ten thirty a.m. I'm smoking another cigarette on a log, and I'm hearing the birds chirping, etc. I'm like, good, good. Keep chirping. (laughs) Start heading home. (laughs) I was walking a pace that I love to call. I'm effing scared, but I ain't trying to look like like it pace. I can't. I can't. I didn't know who this is. I know because they sound like us. I can't. I'm on. I get up about 200 meters from my house and the last obstacle is a creek. I'm on a steep hill, right? Overlooking the creek. For whatever reason, something in me said, stop and look around. At this moment, I realized there's no birds, not even the stupid bugs are making noises. <laughs> it was so quiet, I could hear my blood flowing in my ears. Ooh. Heard something down in the creek. Poke over the old Civil War fence to see what's down <laughs> below, and it's just a single buck. All right. <laughs> All that for a buck? Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. So I started walking down to the creek when the dang thing stood on its hind legs and blowed before taking off on all fours through the woods. Oh, sorry. Stood on its hind legs and blowed before taking off on all fours through the woods. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm doing a nice jog back home. (laughs) Following night... Heard my name again from the woods around 3 a.m. At this point, I yelled a very subtle F off. (laughs) Dogs gotta pee. Why? Why was... Dogs gotta pee. Why? At 3 a.m., by the way. (laughs) Haven't heard it since, and it's been five years ago. I still go to the house every now and then and never had the same experience. I personally don't know what touched me, let alone breathed down my back of, he- back of my head, but it definitely was stalking me. Mm-mm. He said, sorry for all the bad words. I got bad ADHD. <laughs> I got a few more if you'd like this one. I can't. We need to save whoever that is so that we can do more of his. He may have some more on there. Yeah, that was creepy. Mm-hmm. He's funny. I like him. I do too. And I got another story. It's just like a little short one, but it... yeah. Like, let's hear another one. Because someone was like, "How many more stories you got?" He was like, "A bunch." <laughs> he said, "Me and my buddy's dad were coming home fi- from a fishing trip, and it's about two a.m. We come home, or we come around a curve, and boom, two girls about twelve and fourteen, walking on the side of the road. We both have daughters the same age, and turned right around to give." To give him a ride. I wouldn't want my daughter to walk at night. Let alone 2 Mm a.m. I rolled down the window and was like. Hey it's late AF. (laughs) 
Can we give y'all a ride or at least call your parents? Mm-hmm. They had a very afraid look about them and said no very firmly and kept walking. We sat there and sat and I was like, hey, dude, now what? He just turned around and we left. About 10 minutes go by and he's like, where'd the lady behind them go? I'm like, what? The what? He said, dude. There was an old lady about 60 to 70. I said, I only saw the two, but definitely explains the absolutely scared, crapless look. Never heard anything on the news, so I assume they made it home. Oh, my god! Or if they were real. Yeah, I'm like, are they even real? Mm-mm. That's creepy. It is. Well, that sums up the day. <laughs> that sums up the day. Alrighty, well those were good. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. I like we ended with a Kentucky one. I do too. Yep. I like this person. I don't know who they are. Well, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always email us at ameliamurders at gmail dot com. And you can go to our Instagram at ameliamurders to visit and see all of the people, places, things, and you can go to our Facebook group and page. And follow us there and like us and you will get the updates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, girl. <laughs> and thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> and we hope you come back for a, a million, million more. more. <laughs> a million more. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.